0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this on your IG story, a screenshot, or an aesthetic pic, boomerang, etc. of you listening or watching. And thank you so much for all the support. Really special announcement, y'all. I have kind of talked about it here and there. I know I've definitely mentioned it on my Discord. Not sure if I mentioned it on my actual podcast, but links down below for the Discord community. It's like a giant group chat with all the girlies. It's amazing. But one of my goals for 2023 is to grow my podcast, obviously, and more specifically, I think turn it more into a Brand. And I feel like the main thing that inspired me to do this was having guests on and like actual therapists and like people in fields that I'm interested in. <laughs> I'm like not being embarrassed with my main page, but low key just wanting a more specific place for people to go to if they want to know what my podcast is all about. So I already have a few posts on there. Thank you so much to everyone that's followed already. I plan on posting every week on there, multiple times throughout the week and just having it be a more like branded space in the sense that it's going to be more specific to things I talk about on my podcast and it's not going to be just my everyday life. So if you're interested, definitely follow, but that's something I should have done probably a while ago. What are you going to do? So yeah, thank you to everyone who followed like right away as soon as I posted it. I'm just really excited to see where this goes in this upcoming year and all of that so obviously i will link it down below but it's at Stella Ray podcast on ig super easy and it's also linked on my main ig stella.ray in the bio But yeah this is not like a new year's resolutions goals podcast i'm going to save that for a little closer to the end of the year so like what next week lol but if you have anything specific you want to share like any feedback on my podcast, anything you want to see more of this upcoming year, let me know. Send me a message. Leave me a comment. Put it in the Discord. And shout out to everyone in the Discord as well. I love that space. It's just so cute. You know, girls asking each other for advice and we just check in with each other and it's just a really positive space. So that gets me to one of the main topics I wanted to talk about today, which is community. Before we get into that though, I did want to say I made holiday gift guides this year. It's the first year I've ever done that. So I will link those gift guides down below. I did one for her, one for him, and then one for everyone. Obviously it doesn't have to be gender specific, but that was just kind of the easiest way to categorize them, following a binary. But I will link those down below. Again, not sponsored, but they are affiliate. So if you want to support the podcast, purchase through those links, and also if you just need gift ideas for friends and family, you can check those out. They're linked on my Amazon storefront, but I will link the specific gift guides down below as well. So getting into our main topic, I really wanted to discuss community today because I feel like it's something that I hear about a lot, and I just kind of wanted to talk specifically about it because I feel like... One of the main reasons I wanted to move from LA, and don't worry, we're not gonna talk about that in this episode, I feel very like over that topic at this point, like, I don't know, it's stale. Like, I'm not gonna drag it out anymore. Not that I was dragging it out, but you know what I mean. But I feel like one of the main things I noticed was I didn't really feel a strong sense of community there personally, and that's not to say that doesn't exist there, but like, just for me, I I felt like the longer I was there, the less community I had. And I think that's just a natural cause of, you know, I was a teen when I moved there and I had so much to learn about myself and how to interact with people and how to set boundaries and how to attract the right kind of people. You know, people that respect my boundaries and respect me. So it was like a process. You know, I started being a part of this vegan community, having certain friends, and then really changing a lot over those years. So by the end, I was like, bro, like nothing, nothing was the same. I feel community is a really important topic, especially I mean, at any time of year, but I feel like especially this time of year, because I also want to touch on loneliness. That's something a lot of people have experienced throughout the pandemic. And I feel like winter too can be a very lonely time for a lot of people because, I mean, do I really need to explain? It's kind of obvious, you know, we're just doing less. We're not outside as much physically outside, but like in vibes outside, you know what I mean? Confession, sometimes when I hear the word community, it kind of gives me like an ew feeling because it reminds me, (laughs) being 100% honest. And this is the thing. When I think of that, it's like I'm not, what comes to mind is not a really strong, positive example of actual community and support and, like, belonging. What it reminds me of and what I've kind of had to, like, not unlearn, it's not, like, that serious. I've kind of had to shift my perspective on, like, okay, this is what community actually is. But it reminds me of, like, You're in high school and you're at, like, a pep rally or something. This was my experience. Like, and you're just so annoyed to be there. Like, you don't want to be there. You literally hate everything. You're, like, an angsty teen. And, I don't know, some teachers and, like, staff are, like, giving what they think is a motivational speech on, like, how these are the best years of your life. And, like, you're going to remember these people forever. And you're, like, bro, everyone is, like, rude. I don't want to be here. My teachers... (laughs) my teachers don't understand me. I feel like that's a very universal experience for a lot of people. Let me know how your high school experience was. But for me, I just always think, and I've shared this with you guys before, when I think of one of the best years of my life, I think of eighth grade. And one of the reasons that was such, now that I've you know grown up and been able to reflect and stuff from an adult perspective, one of the reasons that was such a positive year for me was that at least in my experience, there was a really strong sense of community. I felt like majority of my teachers really knew me and saw me for who I was. I felt very supported. I had a strong group of friends that I just thought I could be completely myself around. And my high school experience was really not like that. I didn't go to like a huge high school, but it was definitely bigger than the middle school. I had a couple good teachers. But I just felt in general, they wouldn't like recognize me out in public. You know, like it was that kind of vibe. Maybe that's not true 100%. But like, (laughs) I just definitely did not feel the support and that same sense of belonging and acceptance that I felt in eighth grade. And it's not like during eighth grade, I was like, oh my god, this is such a strong sense of community. And I feel like I can be myself. You know, there were still ups and downs and whatever. It's not like it was a perfect year. But what remained, you know, strong throughout all those months of that year was that I ended up feeling very isolated and just like I didn't have a lot of support throughout those years and that's when, you know, I really started having a lot of anxiety. I never really dealt with panic attacks or anything before that. Community is what middle school felt like for me or like, you know, eighth grade. And it's not this, oh my God, join a club. (laughs) I mean, one of the examples to find community is to join a club, but you know, just like that high school, like, Bro, you're having anxiety every day, and then like some random teacher that doesn't know your name is like, join a club and engage in school spirit, and you're like, why would I have school spirit for somewhere that doesn't not even know me? It's really interesting because I feel like in so many ways, social media does connect us with others, and you know through the pandemic and stuff, so many of us relied on social media and technology, Facetime, et cetera, to connect with people and to continue having. A sense of community and you know just support from friends and family that we weren't able to see physically. There's also so many communities online. TBT the vegan community. Was it a cult? What's the difference? What what at what point does it turn into a cult? But at the same time I feel like it can also leave people feeling very isolated and maybe even more alone than they would have without it because there is that whole thing of I don't know FOMO and some people presenting their life a certain way that seems so cool and amazing and then you have someone watching that like oh my god I wish that was me they're having the best time they have so many friends whatever but it's like maybe that person is actually really lonely and those aren't even their real friends and they're just posting as if and you know so we kind of get into all of that so I think it's important to be mindful of how we're using technology and social media etc so I think a great example for myself is when I'm on IG and, like, maybe I post something funny or I'm, like, posting a question on my story, like, oh, what do you guys think about this? And then I have you guys in my DMs and we're, like, messaging and we're, like, LOLing and, like, I don't know, something like that. Or, like, I've been watching The White Lotus. I posted something about that. I've been, like, getting messages about that. Like, oh, what do you think's gonna happen? This, that. After something like that, I leave feeling, like, not relaxed, but, like, fulfilled and, you know, happy and, like, oh, I just had a little joke in my day and, like, oh, I feel more connected to, like, you guys or just to people or like to a community. Versus if I'm just kind of doom scrolling, maybe if I'm just like going through people's stories, kind of watching them, not even, you know, consciously just kind of consuming content. I usually leave after that, if not like in a bad mood, definitely just kind of like whatever. Or, you know, when you get in the mood to like stalk someone's IG, it's like, you're probably not going to feel good after that. And it could be someone you know, or maybe like someone you like to hate watch. (laughs) But it's like, you're not going to feel oh, I feel so regulated and connected and more myself and validated after this experience, you know? So just being mindful of that, I think, is really important because a lot of us do spend a lot of time on social media, bitch. So we just have to pay attention. And I've told you guys this before, you probably already know, but, you know, maybe a nice New Year's cleanse can be (laughs) just unfollowing people who don't even necessarily make you, like, agitated, but just... I don't know, if you just find every time you see their posts, you're like, ew, (laughs) or it just kind of affects you negatively in some way, unfollow them. Maybe if it's someone you know and you don't want to start beef, like just mute them. And I've told you guys, once I've started following a lot of therapists and just more like motivational or inspiring, I don't know, mental health pages or whatever, my Instagram experience has definitely changed and it's not like it was ever so bad before or anything but definitely now i feel like when i'm just consuming content i definitely feel better about the experience now because i'm actually gaining something whether it's knowledge or like a little tip or a little anxiety hack. i don't know my for you page on tiktok has been so many cat videos recently you know that kind of like leaves me fulfilled so anyway back to community (laughs) i found this article from happiness.com titled The Importance of Community, Seven Key Benefits. And I'm sure most of these we know, but I did kind of want to go over it a little. Belonging to a group or community we can identify with helps us develop a stronger sense of personal and collective identity. It also gives a boost to our self-esteem and to our willingness to take on the world and make our dreams happen. So the seven reasons are support and safety, connection and belonging, influence, positive influence hopefully, sharing, learning, acceptance, and more connections and more chances of success. You know what's actually really interesting? about coming back to a smaller city is people definitely say hi a lot more like when you're walking and stuff. (laughs) And I just feel like in general people are more, I wanna say more friendly, I don't, I don't know. I know some people have this perception of LA, like everyone's just super bitchy and judgmental all the time. I don't really find that to be true. Obviously it's true at certain places or like, certain nightlife spots but it's not like that just exists everywhere like you're just walking down the street and everyone's acting like that I don't know I think it depends where you are um but yeah like people definitely say hi to you a lot more and like at the gym when they say hi and bye to me it's just like a different vibe I don't know like I feel like they're just being sincere when they like say bye to me you know and I appreciate that like I don't find myself being annoyed when they say bye versus like at the gym in LA I don't know I just remember like dreading them like saying bye (laughs) it was very rare for neighbors to say hi to each other in my building i lived in a pretty big building and there was like a couple people that i became acquainted with and that i would like talk to but for the most part like bro my in my first unit there was this lady that lived in my like little hallway because it was like a main hallway and then like little hallways going out it was a pretty big building this lady lived like basically right next door to me And we would be in the elevator together and stuff and like, she would never say hi. And I mean, sometimes I'm fine with that. I just found it weird. It's like, bro, if we literally live next door to each other and we see each other pretty frequently, like, why aren't you saying hi? Because I just remember I would say hi a couple times You're like, there was this earthquake and I was kind of trying to talk to her about it because we both were like, in the hallway at the same time and she just like, didn't want to talk. And it was just weird. I don't know. But yeah, like the people that I did say hi to, it does create this like, Feeling like, you know, as long as they're not weird and like a creepy guy, no offense, but like, (laughs) it does create this feeling of like, ah yes, this is my home, and like there's people here that I could like, I don't know, if something were to happen, I could rely on them. One of the main reasons behind the importance of community is that it can help fight feelings of hopelessness and give us the certainty that we are safe. I feel like that goes for physical safety, like, oh, if there is a fire, can you like rely on your neighbor to tell you or (laughs) to... carry you down the stairs. I don't know. And then also emotional safety. It's so much easier to go through hard things in life when you have people there to support you and when you, when you have a network of people that you can lean on and like vice versa. What means the most is like when your friends show up for you and just how time spent together and just people showing up for you period is like really the biggest gift, you know? Cause bitch, we're adults. Everyone has a busy schedule, has their own shit going on. So when someone shows up for you, It just really like goes a long way this article says it's essential to remember that community action doesn't need to involve grand gestures sometimes the best way of contributing to a community is to give be it time money or kindness to others with small daily gestures if we look around us with the intention to help we will find ways of doing it and in the process we will we will be contributing to making our community stronger so this is not to say that I don't know, everyone needs to be so extroverted and talk to everyone all the time. And like, if you like being alone, then there's something wrong with you. (laughs) But I do think there is a lot to be said about strengthening, you know, the community around us, you know, whether it be neighbors or existing friendships, family members, etc. And then also either cultivating a community of our own, whether it be something we're interested in or whatever, like a gym or like if you're part of the vegan community or the knitting community <laughs> or you volunteer somewhere and you're like a community of people there it is really important and I feel like it's almost more rare as an adult because and people say this all the time you know with finding friendships as an adult you know it can be hard because it's not like we're going to school every day and have that community and you know what's so funny I've been thinking about this recently so <laughs> you know those TikToks where they're like oh why did The, was it like the class after lunch felt like the club or like lunch in school always felt like the club. And it's like, you know what? Like low key, when I would have like a really just pop in class, eighth grade bitch. (laughs) And like there would be, I don't know, like my crush would be in that class or like a friend in that class or whatever. And there'd be like tea. That is exactly the same feeling as being at the club and like seeing people you know, and there's like tea. And you're like all in the same space with like your peers. and i mean yeah there's other examples of that other than the club but like i feel like that's how people get very almost addicted to like going out or like why people be staying in the clubs like way beyond their years i'm mostly talking about like guys honestly i feel like but i mean it goes for both but i just feel like there's always like those guys that have been going to the same clubs for years and like it's like bro you're like almost 40 or like you are 40 it's like why are you going to the club every weekend But I feel like that's a big reason why. It's like, yeah, okay, you want to get girls and, like, you're escaping your problems, but it's also... (laughs) But it's also, like, that's an easy place to feel a sense of community. (laughs) So if we can just find that in, like, healthier ways, I think that would be very beneficial. No offense, but, like, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the club, but I'm just talking about, like, that specific, like, genre of, like, mostly men who, like, still be in the clubs. (laughs) like, I think that's probably a big reason why, you know, it's like, where else are you going to be surrounded by people kind of your own age? Are they surrounded by people their own age or, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So kind of on the same topic, but a little shifting gears. I wanted to talk about loneliness and how to overcome that because I feel like that's a very prevalent topic and it's always like. What is the advice, bro? Like, (laughs) So this is from goodhousekeeping.com. Surprisingly, it was a really good article. And as always, I will link these articles down below if you wanna fully read them. But one of the main things that was very insightful about this, I was gonna say essay, article, was this section that says, reflect on your feelings of loneliness. Ask yourself what loneliness feels like for you. It's important to differentiate between situational loneliness and chronic loneliness. Most people feel lonely from time to time, especially in today's individualistic, independence-valuing, more single-than-ever culture. However, if I'm feeling lonely more frequently than usual, I get curious about the shift. Has something changed in my relationships, leading me to feel more disconnected? Have I been nurturing my current connections and creating opportunities for new ones that make me feel seen? Am I intentionally or accidentally isolating myself? Whether our loneliness is brief or chronic, questions like these can help direct us to the best way to cope so that is so insightful because I do agree like loneliness is very normal and they talk about that as well how it's important to validate your feelings of being lonely because there's this kind of like connotation with loneliness that's like oh you're like a loser yeah watch us on your IG story having so much fun with our friend group of 5 million (laughs) and so people can feel guilty or even like ashamed of being lonely but it is a very like normal thing to feel but i do like what they say about like is it chronic you know and these reflection questions are really helpful i feel so i don't know maybe you'll feel lonely in this winter from time to time you can just reflect like okay is it just because you know bitch there's less day parties these days <laughs> i'm not like out seeing my friends as much because it's cold and dark or has this been going on for some time now and it goes beyond Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They recommend taking some time to relax and slow down. Sometimes when people's schedules are back-to-back for too long, they start disconnecting from themselves and other people. They get overwhelmed from overworking and too much stimulation, so the practice then is to just relax and do what their body needs. Reconnect with self-love and appreciation. If you're part of a club, can you, like, let me know, like, what kind of club? (laughs) Okay, honestly, though, they did say they have a new Pilates class at the gym, so, like should i go sometimes loneliness is present even when you're already part of a community this can occur when you find that you're the only one who is of a certain culture and the people around you don't have the same upbringing or background as you you may feel misunderstood or hesitant to share these unique parts of yourself with others it's the feeling that you don't have a home base in the spaces where you hold an identity and it reinforces the ideas that you don't belong in any given space and that you have to compromise a part of yourself in order to fully fit in any given community So it reinforces this idea of suppression in order to fit in and be less lonely, even if only superficially. The solution to first work on accepting all the parts that make you, no matter where you go, the more you show up as your whole self in any space you occupy, the less you connect superficially. The less superficially you are connecting, the more you're giving space to connect with people in a more profound and healthy way. Because that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, you could have, like, a bunch of friends. But then it's like, okay, how many of those bitches are actually going to show up to your birthday dinner? Or, like, how many of those people are actually going to be there for you or listen to you? Or, you know, how far does that go from just, I don't know, being someone to do activities with? And, like, those relationships are fine, too. But I think... Especially when we get into the comparison kind of mindset. Like, oh my god, this person had so many people at their birthday party. Or this person's always with their friends all the time. It's like, you don't know what's going on in their head or the depth of their relationships. Like, who cares, bitch? You could feel lonely with, like, a million friends. Or you could have just, like, a couple, even one friend that you feel completely seen by. That you can be your complete self around and, like, never feel lonely in that, like, chronic way. Again, it's not about, like never feeling lonely because sometimes, bitch, that just happens. It's like a normal emotion. But again, it's like, is it like chronic? And then they also do say, like I said earlier, to reevaluate your social media usage. Ooh, they say limit your alcohol intake. Honestly. That's so true too because I feel like, like as far as the example of like the bros in the club when they're like 40. But really like, bro, that could be applied to anyone. Like that could apply to a quaint girl of 22. I don't know. A quaint teen girl of 25. Um, but I feel like when you are, but I feel like if your main community is like, or your main kind of social, I don't know, circle or place is like going to the club and getting shitfaced every weekend. It's like, because you're always like drinking and under the influence, you're not going to be able to form those deep, meaningful relationships. You know, it's like, how many of those people are you going to hang out with when you're sober? <laughs> and again, like, there's nothing wrong with having friends that you party with or friends that you just do activities with or you meet for coffee every few months and like whatever just do some light chit chat (laughs) but if you are looking for those deep meaningful relationships where you are going to feel seen it's so true that you're you're probably not going to find it there It might be uncomfortable because especially if you deal with social anxiety or just rely on it or again that's your main like place to feel connected in quotations because are you really connected in a deep meaningful way it's going to be so much more worth it in the long run because you'll be more aware of like when you're uncomfortable or I don't know, the vibe you get from certain people, you know, that's why they say, like, don't drink on the first date, because did you actually like them, or was it just the wine, babe? Was it just the eight tequila shots you took before your date? I see some of you bitches get ready with me for a date videos. (laughs) You need to relax. So anyway, this is a really helpful article, like, shout out to Good Housekeeping. I was like a little taken aback. I will link it down below, because there's a lot I didn't even touch on. But I would love to know from you guys what do you do to feel connected, or what do you do if you're feeling a little lonely? Like how do you cope with that? The last topic I wanted to discuss today is the Gemini Full Moon that is occurring on December 7th. So it was the day before this podcast dropped. But if you're listening to this kind of right after that, it's still gonna apply to you. And I'm gonna I made some journal prompts that are also gonna be available on the IG at Celebrate Podcast and you know you can do a journal prompt at any time so it's sag season the opposite of sag is gemini so this full moon in gemini is this is from vice.com by the way all these like random websites that have like good articles this is called the full cold moon because it's cold outside (laughs) they said that the themes of this full moon are confrontation and collaboration makes sense you know gemini is an air sign And it's so funny because, bitch, I talked about community. Like, I was like, I had it in my mind. I want to talk about community this week. And then I was like, oh, I should talk about the full moon too. And it was like, oh, it's about communication and like collaboration and community and all these kind of air sign Gemini themes. So I'm just going to read this because they really got it down. The sun in Sagittarius can find us spread thin. We're taking on every adventure, engaging in every conversation, and juggling a lot at once. Sagittarius is often referred to as a jack of all trades and we may be putting multiple skills to use during this time. Our social calendars may be especially hectic, too, because it's the holiday season. The full moon in Gemini can be the climax point for conversations that have been brewing during this busy period, and it may also be an important turning point in regards to figuring out where we want to put our focus and energy. We can only deal with so many details at once and the full moon in gemini may help us prioritize things this gemini full moon may reveal which details are key for us to hone in on and which can be discarded sagittarius season is all about more and more and more but the gemini full moon inspires an atmosphere of consolidation also because mars is in retrograde they talked about how this full moon may feel even more intense how you could be letting go of maybe something profound like maybe realizing something profound or realizing something that maybe like make you angry or just very stirred up but you are able, you're going to be able to let it go. And this, I'm pretty sure it's the last full moon of the year. So as we get closer to the end of this year, it is just a really great time to let go of things from this year and maybe even just from this past month that have kind of been making us go a little crazy. So this is a powerful time for letting go. And yeah, just really getting clear on the details So that could be the details of a relationship. That could be the details of a project you're working on, the details of why you may be feeling lonely or anxious. (laughs) Okay, bitch, like what do I actually, like what actually matters, what's actually important to me, and what can I let go of? So just think communication, clarity, understanding, release, and yeah, letting go. So the full moon journal prompts I came up with, XOXO Ray are, I just did three, what makes me feel most seen in my relationships, Collaboration, you know, details. Are there any ideas, themes, situations, or people I keep thinking about and then elaborate? I don't know if I posted this on my story or if I said it in a podcast, but I saw a TikTok. She was talking about a journal prompt that was like, what, who are the three main people I thought most about this week, whether positive or negative? And I think she was like, what do I think they think about me? And not in like a what are they thinking way, but just in a way of like getting your own thoughts kind of straightened out and like, bitch, letting go. That's the thing with journaling. Like you really be letting shit go. Like once you write it out, it's like, you can just, it's like, okay, I'm not thinking about it anymore. Okay, so last one. What from 2022 will I be letting go of in 2023? So again, I will be posting these aesthetically on the podcast if you want to take a gander. Yeah, I will be doing these... And if you have any other full moon journal prompts or have you heard of any, definitely comment them down below or message them to me. I do follow a few good astrology pages and they usually will post full moon questions or journal prompts, things to reflect on. So maybe I'll be reposting some of those as well. But yeah, that's all I'm gonna discuss today. So again, as always, all the articles I referenced will be linked down below. Let me know your thoughts on anything I discussed today. Don't forget to follow the new IG, join the Discord post a screenshot or take an aesthetic pic or video or boomerang of you listening or watching and let me know what you want me to discuss next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys then. Bye everyone.